Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. But for me personally, this is about me and my life and my happiness. I don't like division. So why would I keep following people that are posting day after day things that are divisive? I don't understand. And I think that's what we need to just really take ownership, take the agency that we have in our life and say, what kind of life do I want to live? What kind of person do I want to be? What kind of people do I want to be around? And then be intentional, have the courage to actually take the steps to get you surrounded by the right people. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out, who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. This is part two of my interview with Steve Fredlin. And if you missed part one, please go back and listen, not just because I always say that, but because I love all of the information in this interview. There's tons of wisdom and takeaways, and I'm sure some things will resonate with you that don't resonate with others and vice versa, and take what resonates. That's basically the main point of all of this stuff, because this stuff works. This stuff is how I have made it through some really difficult places in my life and found my way to a much better place where I am, I can say, a pretty happy person. So, Without further ado, my uninterrupted part two interview with Steve just after this. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. folks I've worked with, they struggle to access gratitude because maybe they're living a life that is really abundant all the time or or very comfortable most of the time. So you're kind of almost like 
what would you call that? Just kind of like not immune to it, like to your abundance, but it's hard to have the contrast maybe. Yeah. I don't think you realize you just, it's an under, it's an underappreciation for what most of the world is like. And I think that's why I always encourage people, put yourself in situations where you understand how the other half lives, right. Or uh, that makes you appreciate those things because we, we do, we just take for granted all of these amazing things we have. And I mean, one of the most, we go down this rabbit hole for hours, but like one of the most amazing things I've ever done is I've been to Rwanda four times and I've done humanitarian work in Africa. And I tell you, I mean, that's to the extreme. You don't need to go that far. But now I haven't turned on a water faucet since since 2009 without being grateful that I have access to clean water. Like it's amazing how that changes everything. I, I don't take that for granted. And I think just in our daily lives, just a microcosm of that is just reflecting on these things, gratitude. And it doesn't have to be, throw up in your mouth kind of nauseous or whatever, like do this, how, whatever it makes sense to you, whatever it looks like to you. If you're, if you're, if you're the finance person looking at your P and L and it's not where you want it to be, look at that revenue and go, man, I'm, I'm man, we got to figure this out, but I'm so grateful that that happened or these clients that I do have and start to focus on that. And, and it doesn't have to be this big psychological, like now I'm a, a different person, but just reflecting on the positives is such a powerful tool to making you happier. And and like I said before, it's not going to necessarily change your situation, but when you start to magnify those things that are positive in your life, the, the things that are negative do diminish in your sight and you start to just be happier. And that's not everybody's goal, right? But if your goal is to be happier, this is a great tool to, to have in your, uh, a great arrow in your quiver, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. I second that. I, I'm like trying to think of stuff I want to add to it, but I'm like, nope, that's that's it. Yeah, but like you said, we're we're just so unaware of of how some people's lives are. That's very true. We just are. I mean, especially look at me. I'm a middle aged white male in the United States who's you know always had a good professional job. I had access to education. Like just that, I won the lottery. Mm-hmm. The fact that I was born in the U.S not in Rwanda, the fact, you know, just all of these things. And you don't have to go down that whole road, but just that in and of itself is is an amazing thing that I should be incredibly grateful for. I think too, you know, for people that are like, well, how do I access? Like, I, I don't really know how to feel very excited about what I have, but I, I always go back to like when the power comes on after a storm, mm-hmm. you know, like you, like, it's just the greatest thing. Everyone has a moment of like, oh, yeah. And that's a silly analogy, but it's tr- it's it puts you in a position of of of, of a real contrast yeah. that is important in your life, and you can't not take it for. I mean, it's like the the taking it for granted goes away, and you suddenly become very appreciative yeah. of it. So and we've already gone down the road of what are we going to do? The stuff in the freezer is going to spoil. What can I do about that? Yeah. Now I don't have Wi-Fi. My phone's not charged. Right, exactly. All these things <laughs> that we're reliant on, and I think I think one of the pieces of that too is. You know, if you, if you don't want to do like an intentional gratitude journal type of uh, thing or whatever, whatever tool you might use is just be around a few people that are grateful like that. That does wonders for you. If you're surrounded by people, I, I did a TED talk called having the right peeps in your Jeep. Oh, cool. We'll have to link to that in the show notes for sure. If you want to send it over to me. OK, yeah, for sure. But, you know, if you're around people that tend to be negative, focusing on the negative and that sort of thing, you're going to get drawn into that. So if you want to be a more positive person, if you want to be a more grateful person, be around people who are more positive and more grateful. Like this isn't rocket science. And sometimes you say, well, I'm not around those sorts of people. Well, you have 
the ability to be intentional and surround yourself with the people that you want to be surrounded by, or at least give people the right amount of voice in your life. And I would say whatever you aspire to have in your life, uh, whether that's more peace, more laughter, more happiness, more joy, whatever it is, find people that are walking in that path and just spend a little bit more time with them. Follow, follow them on Twitter instead of the people that you are following. And you're going to see that start to rub off a little bit more. And it's amazing when you do start to make those conscious, like conscious present decisions about who you're spending your time with, how obvious the, the negativity is. It shows up in these ways that are just astounding to me where it's like, oh my gosh, I can't even be here anymore or whatever. If right. it's a place or a person or whatever. I mean, it is very obvious when you kind of go inside and shift your own vibe, really. And in a world where, you know, we we measure success based on how many likes and follows and friends and connections we have on social media, if it's countercultural to go into LinkedIn or to go into Facebook or to go into Twitter and start unfriending people, you know, because because, man, well, that's going to hurt my numbers. Right. So you have to decide what's important to you. You know, is it more important that you have those extra five Twitter followers or that you actually have more peace and less anxiety in your life? You know, and, and that's something that I've intentionally done. You know, uh, you know, I don't like divisive people. I don't care which side of the spectrum you're on, but I don't like divisive people. And so whether they agree with me or not philosophically, I unfriended them. I stopped following them if I feel like they're driving division. Now, some people might like that and they want they they thrive on that. That's fine. But for me personally, this is about me and my life and my happiness. I don't like division. So why would I keep following people that are posting day after day things that are divisive? I don't understand. And I think that's what we need to just really take ownership, take the agency that we have in our life and say, what kind of life do I want to live? What kind of person do I want to be? What kind of people do I want to be around? And then be intentional, have the courage to actually take the steps to get you surrounded by the right people. And it might lead to some uncomfortable conversations. I'm telling you what, it's worth it. I've had those. It's worth it on, on the back end to be surrounded by the people that you want to be surrounded by. Absolutely, for sure. And it doesn't have to be confrontational in all situations. It can be quiet, like, I'm just not going to follow these people anymore. Or, you know, and that's okay, too. It's not, there aren't any rules about how you get to that place. But it is an important, I think, thing to be able to do. And it's probably hard for people because, I mean, even you said it, you're like, I don't like these kinds of people. And that's okay if some people do, because we're always thinking about, like, you know, like, it's recognizing that this is for you and it's okay. Like let, let other people do their thing. You know, it's not being against anything. It's just kind of looking out for yourself. Yeah. I don't need to draw another line in the sand that says, okay, right. well, because I don't like divisive people, nobody else should. I think that's, of course. that's what we do, right? We're always just making these buckets of who's in and who's out. And <laughs> so many buckets. So and I'm probably doing that right now by saying, well, I like inclusive people or whatever, but you know, but I, yeah, to me, it's not about being against anything as much as it is being about pro Steve. Mm-hmm. let's start looking at our lives and saying, what is best for us as individuals? Um, not from an arrogant sort of selfish way. We can still be, you know, contributors to society, but if we are not happy, that rubs off on the world. The world needs us happy. The world needs us coming fully alive. As the quote says, you know, we need to be alive and, and contributing and happy and thriving. Otherwise we're not going to have any impact in the world anyway. So Absolutely. work on yourself. Uh, surround yourself with the right people, get to that place where you're feeling fully alive. And then the world can really benefit from who you are. 
Yeah, a thousand percent. It's the it's the airplane oxygen mask thing, right? Put yours on before assisting others. And and it it, it seems counterintuitive, of course. And it also seems like there's that other quote, like self-care is not selfish. And I think if there's a there's definitely some mental blocks and for some folks, some mental gymnastics that have to happen before they can really wrap their head around that one, because we are sort of conditioned that like, well, that's selfish, you know, especially in the Midwest, you know, that's just, I don't have time for myself, you know, like, Uh, well, I've had to fight that. I mean, a lot of what I'm saying here is, is after 40 years of not doing this stuff and realizing in the last 10 years that I have more control over my life than I ever realized. So a lot of what I'm saying now, 20 years ago, Steve would be going, this is terrible. This is awful. This doesn't make any sense. This is all fluffy sort of thing. But I come to the realization that I'm the one in charge of my life and that I'm the one that can actually bring the people into my life. And it's not selfish to want to, to be able to thrive myself and to have happiness. Uh, but it is something I've had to overcome. And maybe that's a Midwestern thing too, uh, to be, you know, to not be perceived as selfish or whatever. Yeah. I mean, culturally, I'm sure it bumps up against a lot of things for a lot of different people. But I think, you know, bringing it back to business. You know, if you're if you're trying to do this thing, which is like be a business owner, whether you're running a company and you're in a you know a really visible role, or whether it's just you and you're in your office, it's and I say this all the time, and my my mentorship coaching stuff is like it is going to show up in your business yeah. if you are, you know, dealing with a lot of these different things that we've talked about, or not rather not dealing with them. Like if if you're not really addressing the self thing, it's 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 going to show up and it's, there's a lot to unpack there. So, you know, I guess I'll just leave it at that. But I think if anything, if people can take away one thing from this whole conversation, it's, it's really that like kind of what's going on inside is going to reflect completely on your outside life, whether it's like the space you live in, the people you live with, the the way that you interact with the people you live with, if you can't help who you're living with, the way that you show up with friends, family, whatever. I mean, it's, it's huge. And then of course, business, because that's. Yeah. And as a small small business, you know, if you're an owner, I mean, it's all so integrated, right? The business and our life is, is all fully integrated. But yeah, I think it comes back to what we talked about early on, the clarity idea, you know, just really be super clear on who you are, what you want out of the business, and then be intentional because you need, you need both of those two pieces. Because if you're, I forget how the quote goes, but you know, vision without action is just dreaming. Action without vision is just passing time. Mm, yeah. so you, you can be super clear on what you want, but if you're not taking any action, if you're not, not making decisions that are aligned with that clarity, then you're just dreaming. You're just hoping you're wishing that things turn out your way. And if you're just intentional about something, but you don't know where you're going, Alice in Wonderland, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Then you're just kind of passing time. So you just really need those, both of those things. And so I want to encourage you know all of your listeners, just really get clear on who you are, what you want out of your business. And then take the steps intentionally to get yourself there. Yeah. And you don't need to do things the way they've always been done. I think that's the the biggest mistake we make is like, well, this is what we're sh- supposed to do. This is what we should do. And we we allow ourselves to be should on all the time, right? You should do this. Uh-huh. You should do this. Yep. And I should do this. And you should do this. Should, 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 should. And we do all of the shoulds. We do all the expectations. We do all the societal norms. And we wake up one day and we have a business that we're miserable running. Yeah, totally. One of my favorite exercises, I use this also with clients, but if you're trying to figure out sort of the root of whatever it is that you are after, so let's just say I want to make more money in my business, play this, the the why game. So it might take you three whys or five whys, but ask yourself why, 
and then answer that question and then ask yourself why, and then answer that question. And what's interesting to me is you almost always get down to this like bare bones, like Maslow's need kind of thing. Like, I just want to be loved or I just want to be happy, you know? And, you know, it takes a little doing to get there. But I think once we recognize that road in ourselves, it's, it becomes very, not obvious, but it becomes a lot clearer what, what to do next. I love that. I've done that. I've done the same exercise. And, you know, you take different parts of people's life and you do the same thing with each one of those and you get down and yeah, it's not that complicated when you get down to it. And then you're like, okay, well, here is really what you want out of life or what you want out of your business. Now let's build a business accordingly to that. Yeah. Because you know, really it's not about making money. Yeah. You want a certain, but that's not really the point of it. So I love the seven whys or whatever the exercise is. Yeah. Doing. I love that. Yeah. There's so many layers under all of it. And I feel like we're all like when you get, when you peel off all the onion pieces, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> we're just like, you know. Yeah. And, and some people listening might be like, man, that just sounds like too much work. That's fine. Run, run your business. I mean, like it's perfectly fine. Just do your thing, run your business, go your route. Just don't be surprised if you're, if you don't really feel like your business is lined up with who you are. And mm. I think it's, over time, what happens is that misalignment grows. I use the analogy, it's like, it's like our backbone, right? It's the central support system for our body. And as you get older, maybe someday you'll realize this, Natalie, but as you get older, sometimes <laughs> your, your back starts to get a little bit out of whack. Like I never had back trouble until a couple of years ago. And pretty soon, like there, there's this misalignment and you need to go in and get that taken care of. And I think that's what happens over time. If we don't pay attention to who we are, what we want, kind of our core identity, what happens is over time, we run these parallel tracks of who we are, then our business, and there's this misalignment that happens. And we start yeah. to become uncomfortable. We start to get, you know, like our back, our, we get headaches, we get nausea, we get irritable, we lose sleep. Anxiety, you know, all of it. Yeah. And we then, then at some point, then something major needs to happen to kind of realign. And so I think for the people that are listening, they're going, man, this all sounds like frou-frou and I don't really need this. Maybe that's fine. But I, I'm concerned that someday you're going to wake up and it's going to be so misaligned that you're going to need a major realignment versus now where you can notice those things earlier and start to do those the exercises that you need to do uh, to keep yourself aligned. Yeah. It's the sooner the better, right? It's like planting a tree now or 20 years ago, like 20 years ago was the the first best option. It certainly is a lot easier to deal with anything in your business or in yourself like early on. And you were doing this thing on the video, which people can't see, but this idea of parallel tracks for those of you listening that are kind of like logical thinkers, you know, if you, if you shift in like, let's say a bad habit. So one track is now like half a degree off. You can't really see it if you're looking at the lines next to each other right now with that half a degree movement. And you could very likely fix it very easily, you know, in a day or a week or a month. But like five years from now, those tracks are not even going to be in the same country. You know, they're going to be going to totally different places. And I think and I, again, I saw you do that with your hands, but like, that's to me a visual that always, when I make a decision in my business or make a decision in my life, I'm like, is this, is this keeping me, you know, am I going to be in a different country in five years? And is it going to be real hard to find my way home? Or can I, can I correct this now? You know? Yeah, and that's where a business coach mentor like you, Natalie, can, can offer that service to people where you have an outside view and somebody says, Hey, I'm going to start this thing. And you know them and you can say, well, you know, talk to me a little bit about how that lines up with you, with, you know, your personality or your, over, your overall vision, because that doesn't seem like it lines up. Help me out. And I think that's where people like that outside help can help you kind of course correct 
before you get out of whack because it's, I mean, that's exactly what you described as my story. And I know we're running out short of time, but like, you know, I woke up, you know, 15 years ago with this great life on paper and completely miserable inside. And as I've sort of deconstructed that whole thing, I realized it's just, it was a series of exactly that, like, you know, starting out aligned, but then my life and my career are allowed to drift away from who I really am and what I really want out of this world and my posture toward the world and all those things. And it was the frog in the kettle thing, slowly separating, slowly separating until it reached a head where I'm like, oh no, I'm in trouble here. Yeah. And that's the, that's the space that gets frustrating because it does take a little bit more time and grace and practice to get from that place back to to home, so to speak. And I think, so yeah, the sooner that you can look at these things, the sooner that you can, you know, um, really reflect on them, the easier it's going to be for sure. Yeah. If somebody would have said two years earlier, just said, Hey boy, it seems like you're, this isn't really who you are. Right. I mean, this isn't really, then I could have corrected and been on a better track. For sure. Well, so where can folks find out more about you and follow you and all of those good things? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm all over social media, but I'm most active on LinkedIn. So I do a, a daily video every weekday called Steve's Daily Stool, uh, which is an intentional pun. People are always wondering if it's intentional. Yes, that's intentional. It's just okay. me hanging out on my stool, sharing some sharing some thoughts. And then uh, website-wise, I got a couple of websites. Smallsmallbusiness.com is really uh, our effort focused on the smallest businesses. And then stevefredland.com is more around my mentoring and my speaking. Awesome. Well, and we'll link to all of that stuff in the show notes. But um, if you had to leave folks with, you know, we we kind of just, I wanted to say vomited a lot of information. <laughs> fire hose, yeah, for sure. But I'm like, that's not the right, yeah, fire hose. We just gave people, <laughs> got people drinking out of the uh, personal growth fire hose here. And yeah. uh, what would you, what's like one thing uh, that you want to leave people with, whether we covered it or not? I mean, clarity is always what we're going to come back to, right? You and I both. And so I would say, you know, grab hold of the, that Alice in Wonderland quote. I think I threw it out there. You know, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. And so if you want, if you have a certain vision for your life, a certain place you want to go, start with the end in mind, get real clear on what that is and figure out what road is going to get you there versus just choosing a road that might go in some random direction. So know yourself, be super clear, and then intentionally pursue that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Steve. This was a lot of fun. And um, we'll do it again sometime and maybe pick apart one of these pieces that we kind of laid out there today because there's a lot of them. (laughs) There's a lot there. I've been 15 years. I've been noodling this thing, trying to figure out what works and trying to help different people in different situations. So it's there's a lot there. But it's I think the the good news is that it's doable for all of us for sure uh, to start moving ourselves in the right direction. Absolutely. But yeah, I'd be happy jump on again if it makes sense. Okay, cool. Well, enjoy the enjoy the Minnesota May weather. Yeah, you too. We got our we got our six weeks of summer and then we'll be back in winter. So yep. let's soak it up. You betcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Once again, if this clarity stuff is calling to you, I would love to chat with you. Uh, the Greenhouse, which is the photo business help greenhouse container, which is an eight-week program with me, is open. You can apply or you can jump on a quick call with me just to learn more about it. Either one works. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash the greenhouse to learn all about it. And remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. I'll be back soon. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. 
you'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year. 